0: from Treasure Valley Reformed Presbyterian Church. To catch earlier broadcasts, just search The Gospel for Life wherever you subscribe. To find out more about this ministry and about our annual conference, go to reformationboise.com.
1: I know you just heard on the intro that it's supposed to be Jonathan, Vinny, myself, and Ryan. However, Vinny is not able to be with us today, so, It's really kind of strange calling you a guest, but Pastor Josh Bales is back with us um, from the well. He'd been on the show for five five years, is that right? Yeah, yeah. And so he's making a, quote, guest appearance. Yeah, making a comeback. (laughs) Couldn't stay away. (laughs) (laughs) He has stepped away because his church has been involved in starting a school. If you want to do a little plug for that here. Yeah, just go to
0: ChristusVictorClassicalSchool.com and you can find all the info on it. Chris Deuce Victor.
1: so he might be back after some of this is up and running, and so we continually go back to the well. <laughs> ah, uh, that's, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, that is. Um, and have him come back when when he can. So See, it's this good is why you are appointment. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes. Well, we have been going through a book by Ken Sandy called "The Peacemaker." It's arranged according to these four Gs, Um, glorify God, get the log out of your eye, gently restore, and the fourth G is go and be reconciled. And that's where we are for the next little while is on that fourth G, go and be reconciled. And this is actually a little bit where the rubber hits the road. The whole goal of this whole process is reconciliation. And it's really patterned after the fact that God has reconciled with us as sinners. And so the title of of this section is Forgive as God Forgave You. And then he goes on and gives some points about what does that look like? How do we forgive as God has forgiven us? And the first one is... You can't do it alone. What What does Sandy mean by that? That you can't do it alone. See,
0: now I got to turn the tables on you. Instead of asking the answering the question that oh. you asked, <laughs> Man,
1: this is terrible.
0: <laughs> so the the question for uh, I think there's a misunderstanding of forgiving as God has forgiven us because I think a lot of people say, well, we should just forgive uh, regardless if the person asks for uh, if the person repents or asks for forgiveness and at all that's actually not biblical like we should have forgiveness ready for for the person we should wrap it up in a present and be ready to give it to them but how did Christ forgive us he forgave us when we repented now he elected us freely and and, and,
2: and we see that on the cross because you know he says father forgive them for they know not what they do yeah but then the forgiveness came at Pentecost when they repented of their sins and God added them to the church. That's right.
0: So this is, this is really important because I think a lot of people, pre- a lot of Christians prematurely forgive. And then what that does is it lets the cancer linger. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. if we don't obey the principles of forgiveness according to what the Bible says, then we're going to get it wrong to begin with. So um, there.
2: <laughs> so all right. of that, to come back to, <laughs> to your question, the original great question,
1: which was, what does he mean by you can't do it alone? Aren't you the one that has to do the forgiving? So who else is involved?
0: Well, certainly the Holy Spirit. I was listening to the show uh, yesterday. You guys had some great dialogue, and um, Pastor Matt from Sovereign Grace talked about how going into a, a meeting when you're, you're going to deal with conflict, you pray. Like we we actually need the power of the Holy Spirit to practice those fruits: love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self control. And without the power of the Spirit, like how how are you gonna how are you gonna forgive? How are you gonna love? How are you gonna be patient?
3: Yeah, and and I mean, it. in when we're sinning, I mean, there's there's weaknesses there that need to be overcome that we can't we can't do in our own. I mean, it's especially if, depending on how the severity of our hurt mm-hmm. and what's been done. I mean, that's. There are some, some wounds that truly never heal over time um, it, it, on our own, and it takes the work of God to be able to bring about healing in ourselves but also to make us to the point of actually being willing to extend forgiveness for someone who has hurt us so deeply.
1: By, by our very nature, we are turned in on ourselves, and so mm-hmm. um, forgiveness is actually um, contrary to our nature and so the idea is, and this is kind of what Paul talks about in Colossians three, we have to put off that old nature, uh, the old nature that wants to nurse the wound, to live in bitterness, to be angry, to 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 lash out, to 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 hold a grudge. We have to put that off, and we have to put on the new man as it's being recreated in the image of Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. and. That's the work of the Holy Spirit. That's the fruit that Josh was talking about earlier of the of the work Mm -hmm. of the Holy Spirit in our hearts and lives. Well,
0: even Jesus didn't forgive apart from the Holy Spirit. That's right. Mm -hmm. Um, Jesus, as the God Man, had the Spirit given to him without measure, and so every act that he did of obedience to God was
2: empowered by the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, and so and if Jesus needed the Holy Spirit to forgive certainly we do And in one, in one sense only God can forgive sin too so you're actually bringing him into the equation when you go to forgive somebody who has wronged you and, and
3: to balance too I okay. think because I agree 100% Josh with what you said about you know God does not just overlook sin like we need to confess and repent he has a ready ear to forgive as he introduces himself and I think as you know, bouncing that too with rest with what you just said of our natural propensity is not to forgive. If we find ourselves in those situations, mm-hmm. I think this is why Jesus and His wisdom says, if we've been offended, we need to go to someone, talk to them about it. it. It's not a license for us. It's like, well, they haven't come to steep my forgiveness, so I'm just going to sit over here and stew. And I and I know you weren't saying that, Josh, but I think that's our natural tendency. Yeah, and uh, yep. something we need to be on guard against. Yep.
1: And the process of putting off and putting on is done through word and spirit. Yes, mm-hmm. it's the word of God working in our hearts and lives as the Spirit accompanies that word, and then that third leg of the stool is that we we are in prayer about it. Yeah, that we're asking God to do a work within our heart and lives according to His word and spirit. Well, the very
0: act of prayer is 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 humbling because if you say, Holy Spirit. Please help me to do this. I can't do it. Mm -hmm. Well, right off the the bat, you're saying, I'm insufficient, I'm inadequate, but but Lord, you can make this happen. If you go into a conflict resolution with that attitude, I mean, you've already won half of the battle.
2: And you you have to be prepared to have him be there because he's going to give you the – you're going to receive from him the reason for the hope that you have of this conflict being resolved. Uh, You – can't plan a conversation nobody plans a conversation we don't even plan a conversation in this room because we don't know what the other person's going to say and in order to be able to communicate so i need the holy spirit to help enter into that whole conversation so that i can respond to you in the gracious way that i'm required to
3: yeah Mm -hmm.
1: We've kind of touched on the second one just slightly, but I think it's, it's good to, to flesh it out a little bit more. The second idea of forgiving as God forgave is that forgiveness is neither a feeling nor forgetting nor excusing. Why is each of those so important to maintain in this process that it's not a feeling, not forgetting, nor is it excusing?
0: Well, on the first one, forgiveness is a command. So, if you're waiting for your feelings to catch up,'re you're, you're going to be mm. in most cases disobedient. So what, what I tell people is like, look, you're commanded to forgive if if they've gone through the you know the seven A's of confession in, in terms of the following the spirit of it and it's, it's genuine repentance, then you have an obligation to say, "I forgive you, even if you don't feel it yet." but here's the thing when we obey God, our our feelings in most cases follow because mm-hmm. God is gracious. But if you're waiting in for that feeling to come, then many of us would never forgive.
1: In some ways, this is the same category as love. Love is not a feeling. Love is an act of the will. And so you wonder why so often marriages aren't working. It's because so many marriages were built on the, quote, feeling of love instead of the act of will. And if it's an act of the will, then that's it's been resolved that, this is my, my spouse for life. Yeah, If forgiveness base is based upon feelings and you're waiting for, uh, I don't, don't, not quite feeling it yet, you're never probably going to get there. But if, if, if forgiveness is an act of the will where you say, no, I need to forgive mm. because, as Josh was saying, this is a command of scripture. It's worship. It's a, yeah, it's a different category it's a
0: form of worship to obey god and so when we forgive we're actually and so this goes back to the the first g i think a lot of people think well glorify god that's so abstract i don't know what that means well to glorify god in the conflict resolution process it means you obey his word that's the very first thing mm-hmm. and so i want to glorify god what do i do i obey his word in the process
2: mm-hmm. it is a, it is a very difficult thing to offer uh, forgiveness to those who've deeply hurt us and uh, you know what comes to mind is a story By Corrie Ten Boom, she she and her sister went to a a concentration camp. You know where her sister died; others, uh, family members had died during uh, you know when the Nazis had put the Jews there. And um, she was uh, she she often talked about forgiveness. She went and would go around the country teaching forgiveness. And at one point, she's at a church in Munich, and she sees a former SS guard who had stood at the shower door when they were processing at Ravensbrook, And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, when it was all over, this man comes up to her. Uh, the church is emptying, and he's beaming, and he says, how grateful I am for your message, Fräulein, to think that, as you say, he washed my sins away. And uh, he extended his hand, and she said that, she, you know, here she'd preach prefer- forgiveness and she you know all the angry and vengeful uh, thoughts boiled through her her she saw her sin before uh, you know the, and she realized that jesus had died for that man too and and was she going to ask for more from him than than jesus had asked of her yeah. and so she so when go, circling back she asked the lord to help her to forgive this man yeah um and give her that grace and so she said she's Struggled. She smiles. She struggled to raise her hand. She wasn't feeling that warmth, but as she took his hand, that incredible thing that you talked about, Josh. You know that you know when you follow him in obedience, that feeling came. You know she. You know she said her heart, from her heart, truly sprang a love for this stranger that overwhelmed her. Yeah.
0: There might be consequences, too. Like, so forgiveness doesn't mean that all consequences are gone. And Forgive me if you guys have already, you know, kind of went down this road.
1: Well, I mean, and this go, ties to the third thing here. It's not excusing.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. Because if uh, – so David was forgiven by God absolutely for his sin against uh, Bathsheba and Uriah and God, and yet God still had consequences that followed. I mean, right. we, we have – some horrible stories in our church about uh, a man who had had broken the law against his family and uh, what we're telling the family is, yeah, we need to practice biblical forgiveness but that doesn't mean that he gets access in all the same ways. There's consequences. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. And and along with that, there's consequences and there's also, we're we're not just saying, oh, it didn't matter. It's okay. We are saying it matters and that's what forgiveness does. It recognizes a wrong Mm -hmm. has been committed and we're, not saying that they didn't wrong or didn't sin. What we're saying is we acknowledge the sin and we're willing to forgive it. Mm-hmm. But it also doesn't, in the last 15 seconds, it also doesn't mean forgetting. Anybody want to just say something very quickly about that?
3: Well, God says he will remember our sins no more. But that's an active thing that he does. And uh, it kind of goes along the line with there are consequences. I mean, we shouldn't ignore to say, oh, it's okay. But we also shouldn't just forget about it so it's not dealt with
1: well we will continue this conversation tomorrow we'll see you then